0: empower radio presents the dr julie show all things connected break through the illusion of separation explore the infinite field of possibility and make connections that inspire now here's your host dr julie crawl
1: Hello and welcome everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Each week we gather right here to make connections that break through the illusion of separation. We're in the midst of a global crisis. This is not just danger. It's an opportunity, a golden opportunity to build a new world. If we wake up and act, the global crisis will prove to be a blessing in disguise. Our guest shares a practical guide and believes that we can be the conscious agents of our evolution that leads to a thriving world, a better world, rather than chaos. I invite you to take a few deep breaths, open your mind and heart, and settle into your essential wholeness as I introduce our guest, Dr. Irvin Laszlo author or editor of more than 70 books, has published in excess of 400 articles and research papers, including six volumes of piano recordings. Generally recognized as the founder of systems philosophy and general evolution theory, he was twice nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize. He serves as the founder and president of the Club of Budapest and was past president of the International Society for the Systems Sciences. And welcome back to the
0: show, Irvin. Julie, it's always delightful to be here. It's a wonderful opportunity.
1: Well, thank you. I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing the conversation here and really deep digging into how can we build a better world the title of your most recent book here and irvin we usually begin with a traditional first question but i want to begin with a quote from your new book as it really addresses all things connected you wrote the crisis catalyzed by the virus pandemic is a golden opportunity to evolve into what we essentially are a conscious part of the vast evolutionary trend that encompasses all things and brings all things together in coherence and harmony. Irvin, this evolution is radical and complete and the evolution encompasses all things, as you mentioned. Can you speak to this momentous opportunity that lies before us?
0: Well, a crisis is a break in the evolution of a system. It's a break in that trajectory. It's not smooth. It goes up, down, and comes back up again. And The important thing is that this disruption would serve for a positive purpose, positive to overcome the old so that it creates space for the new. I think it can do that. I think truly... Fast change, fundamental change is always through disruptions. It's never so, it's never smooth. It's always leaps, and this we know from biology, where the evolution of species always involves such periods. We know it from the system scientists, sciences, where we can simulate the behavior of complex systems, as uh, through, through attractors, which are chaotic attractors, sometimes periodic attractors. But we see how complex systems evolve. It's not smooth. It's leapfrog, I think, a kind of evolution. And that is the case today. So a disruption of this kind is obviously it's danger, because it's danger to the individual. It's a danger for the institutions that have been created and for the value systems that have been created, but it's an opportunity. Now, when the institutions and the value systems are becoming obsolete, when they no longer produce more light than they produce heat, then, of course, it's time to welcome welcome a break and use it to create something new and something better. And that, in a nutshell, is a situation today we can be thankful that something created this destruction that is not absolutely catastrophic for the human species. It's a danger, but I think we can overcome it. Now, particularly that we see on the horizon a vaccine, we see how to handle it, how to cope with it, even though we are still in the midst of it, we see that this is one crisis that hopefully we can minimize the sacrifices, the problems the cost in human life and in suffering and then use this crisis to move out, out of it, but not back to move forward. That I think is the great lesson to be learned and the great opportunity.
1: Thank you, Irvin. I just want to pause there for a minute when you talk about this leapfrog evolution that's happening um, and just, just pause here for a second because this is literally Radical whole systems change. So it's not just the systems and structures that we live by, our banking, our politics. It's also human evolution, human biology. It's also the environment. There's so much happening here. And I'm wondering if you could just speak to that idea that this isn't just You know, the systems and structures no longer support us, so we're going to redo that. It's really this radical whole systems change and evolution that's happening with that impulse in everything driving this forward.
0: That is exactly the message. It's something very interesting and intriguing and challenging and exciting and I think possibly very, very positive, very good. We are at the cusp of something new, fundamentally new. It's very interesting exactly because all these all this many things come together. I am not an expert in astrology, and I don't know too much about it, but I have friends who do, and they are telling me it's so interesting. that Actually, it was yesterday evening when we reached a point in the constellation of the, of the planets which comes through only once nearly 800 years, I think 788 years. Jupiter and Saturn, as I said, I don't know too much about it, but it's an interesting thing. Coincidence or not, I don't know. But the fact is that the astrologers tell us that today or yesterday, exactly, but on these days, we are at the dawn, at the first days of a new age, which they call the age of Aquarius. So just another thing, as I said, coincidence or not, but we are at the cusp of something new. And it's, as you say, it's fundamentally new, not superficially. And it calls for something on our part. It calls for a response. It calls for a new perception, a new view of the world, a new way of understanding who are are we, how do we relate to the world, what the world is, actually. If you look at what we believe, the mainstream belief of the Western world, which was considered scientific, pragmatic belief, it's, it's now obsolete. It was based on tremendous scientific breakthroughs. But we have gone beyond them, actually. These, these breakthroughs are associated with the name of Isaac Newton, the, the mechanical physics. The, the physics of, of Newton, of the of the laws of motion, and the associated with the name of Darwin, the idea of evolution occurring through uh, the 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 search for fitness and through evolution, through extinctions and the recreation. So these ideas, the search for fitness and the search for stability, mechanical passive the structural stability that we have sought in the, in the world associated with the physics of Newton, that these ideas have become obsolete. We have gone beyond them. The world is not seeking the kind of a structural stability. The world is seeking evolution, seeking moving forward, is seeking, uh, seeking a unity, is uh, seeking higher levels of integration, Higher levels of what used to be called in spiritual disciplines, harmony or oneness. In the sciences, we talk about coherence. The coherence of one part of a system is another. The coherence of the whole system with other systems around it. We are moving in, in a world that is evolving toward higher levels of coherence. And we can be a part of it. You already mentioned this. A very great idea. I want to talk to that if you like about this notion of being one with this, of aligning with this fantastic powerful force, this impetus which is in the world, which is an evolving impetus, which we have neglected, we have misunderstood. The traditional spiritual systems understood it instinctively, understood it by intuition. Now we have science to back up, the new sciences, the quantum sciences, and that, or we have the assurance that they are not mistaken; they are actually moving into an evolutionary era, into the next stage, next phase of this evolution. And if this crisis today, catalyzed by a, by a virus, if that is destabilizing the world, keeping creating, creating a disruption, that is only hastening this process, helping us to get over it and not accumulating the problems of the old world that we need to say goodbye to. So on the whole, I feel very positive about what is happening. We have to be cautious. We have to have our eyes open. We have to act wisely and with responsibility. But if we do that, we have a golden opportunity before us, creating a new world.
1: Mm. Yeah, and the key to this, <clears throat> you write, so much about the bifurcation point and this evolutionary trajectory. And, and one of the keys is really an adoption of a whole worldview. We can't create a healthy world if the whole of life on earth doesn't come first, if we really don't understand how to cooperate and care for life. How do we stay focused on the whole Irvin, Dr. Laszlo, when when fear and chaos naturally move us into separation and survival mode, like the pandemic has done that, how do we really harness this bifurcation point to move us toward cooperation, coherence, harmony, like you say?
0: Well, that's the big $64 billion question, as I <laughs> <clears throat> Think of the world, the human world. Think of the biosphere. Think of human society a nation, a village, a community. Think of all that as an organism, as a living organism. That's the paradigm. That's the focus. In the living organism, you know, you can't take it apart. There are no separations. All elements, all uh, cells, all groups of cells, systems of cells cooperate. If any group of cells, or any organ made of cell, cells is not cooperating with the rest, it becomes a disease. If it continues to be disconnected and it only pursues its own interest, which is growth, if a group of cells grows independently of the body, then what is it? Then it's a cancer. You have to be very careful not to be a cancer in the biosphere on this planet only in looking for our own interests, as though we will be not connected. Think, I think, of the whole biosphere as a system, as a whole system. It is intrinsically whole, int- intrinsically coherent, call it harmonious, call it in tune, call it resonant. All of these things just tell us that this whole system has a property which you cannot break apart to its parts. The property of the wholeness, and that's the property of being coherent. So just get, get past of the idea that we are mechanical, we are in a me- mechanical structure that we can operate as we want it. And that's the Newtonian uh, classical physics. We can manipulate the system around us as though it was a structure, a, me- a mechanism. We can, we can engineer it. And it doesn't work. At a given point, it works, but ultimately it doesn't. Because all its parts have to be in harmony. We need to help it. That's our job, to help it to be in harmony. Because then it will work. Then it heal itself. I think you know that best. You're talking about that. I think we, uh, The system itself is a whole. It maintains itself. It evolves as a whole. And if we become part of that, if you know that consciously, then we don't need to organize the system, we don't to manage it, we don't need to, to operate on it, we have to allow it to unfold by itself. Mm. Not to be against it, not to block it, to be one, to connect with that wholeness which is in the universe, because the whole universe, we can talk about where right? it's another subject, a related subject, of course, that the universe itself evolves as a whole. 13.8 billion years ago with the Big Bang started in chaos, has been moving toward order, toward coherence ever since. That's the new cosmology, the new physics. And let's take solace on that. From that. We are part of that process. We have disregarded, disregarded, we have ignored it. We've even got against it, thinking that we can engineer things as a mechanical system. Now we are learning. We are learning it very fast. We have to learn it, sort of, to, to get out of this chaos, out of this crisis, and build a new world as a whole world. So there it is, a new lesson being learned very fast. Together we can do it. Together we can allow the world to heal itself and to create a higher and a better world. Yeah,
1: beautiful. That that is inspiring. And and as I was listening to you speak. Irvin, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, we don't have to engineer it, manage it, organize it. We have to allow it. And just as our cells and the human body are encoded to work together in harmony and wholeness, you also mentioned that there's this evolutionary force within us that is encoded with harmony and wholeness for the greater whole, for the cosmic whole. I also... So I, I I'm going to just kind of weave in this other idea because I appreciate how you bring in um, in this book you mention art literature and religious experiences vital resources for the evolution of a new culture and as I'm thinking about art literature our storytelling the religious experience that can awaken and quicken that sense of wholeness and harmony within ourselves like it, it can awaken within us how do we how do we begin to bring forward this rich cultural experience and begin to embrace our wholeness of of living in this inner experience of wholeness that can contribute to this conscious evolution on the planet
0: if you look at the great religions and also the great spiritual systems, whether they're formalized as religions or instinctive and, and, and a spiritual systems, either way, we find that they are based on something which they very often phrase as a search for or the, or the appreciation of harmony. The Eastern religions, particularly, to this day, they are penetrated by this idea of seeking harmony, In the world, people coming together, together to build a more harmonious world. And beyond the pragmatism, the practicalities of of, of creating a world that serves the power interests of the of the of the elites, there is this instinctive, deep-seated belief that we need to seek our wholeness, our oneness. Is there in Confucius? Is there in Brahma? It's there in the Tao. it's there in all the Eastern religions, it's there in the Christian religion. It's phrased as a search for love, for, lo- for love of all people, for all other people. And even St. So Francis of Ashesi, for example, is also the search for harmony and for flourishing together with nature, with the world around us. So it's always there, it's in us, of course, the self healing property of the organism, which we learn now in the new medicine, is so fundamental. That medication doesn't create the health of the organism, it helps the organism to create, to heal itself. That is obviously the new holistic medicine. It's also the old medicine. So yeah. it's, it could not be whole, it could not be healthy unless the organism was seeking itself. It's moving towards itself from the very first moment of conception in the womb to the last moment of as, there, as long as there is life. And I believe in, in, in the new lives that we will undergo, it is always penetrated by this same inner mm-hmm. desire, which in the sciences is phrased as an impetus, as an attractor towards coherence, toward wholeness and coherence. Absolutely basic. Max Planck Erwin, Schrodinger, Einstein, uh, Born, uh, Jung, I could could name dozens and dozens of top scientists who when it really comes down to what they really believe, what they really find, is find that we are in an evolving, wholeness-seeking universe, not a passive one, not a reactive one, a dynamic one. We are part of it, and it's in us. And if people like yourself, help people, other people, to find that, then it's the greatest service you can do to them. Because it's in us, as you say. If we allow it to shine forth, then we will know the way, we'll find the way. Because the way forward is to create higher harmony, higher oneness, aligning, cohering with the world around us. We can do that. That's the ultimate aim. And that's the way to have wholeness and health in the individual as well as in society.
1: Mm. So Irvin, there's so many beautiful things from this book, and I I really appreciated what you just spoke to as well. And, And I'm thinking about all the questions I'd love to ask you from, you know, being the time for us to really rethink, reimagine, and reframe everything. We have so many obsolete beliefs and assumptions now that the world was built on with that science that you mentioned. We also have this um, idea in the book that you write about the diversity, that it's not a time for eliminating diversity, but really embracing it. And so, One other important thing is you drop in several lessons, really beautiful pieces about the Chinese culture. So there's so much more in this book that I want to unpack, but we don't have time. So I'm wondering, you call this a world shift manual. What is the one most important element of this book, how we can build a better world that you want our listeners to know? We have about four more minutes. (laughs)
0: Build by going deeper, but not going back. Not trying to redo what we have had, but going forward and building by allowing the world to build itself. That's a very basic insight of all the great religions and spiritual systems. It's not a great insight coming from the sciences where we know that the world is a self-construing, evolutionary process. So I think, believe it, that you have in you the recipe to move forward. You don't need to take action of the kind which is obeying external rules, obey your own instincts, intuitions, but try to think of them, allow this to come forward. Because when you really think of yourself, when you really go on the basis of your own inner wisdom, then you are being a positive part, a constructive part of a self-healing process, which is not just re-healing the old, but moving forward, which is an evolutionary process. We moved from the Big Bang, the chaos of protons and neutrons finally coming together And getting electrons associated with them and creating structures, not creating the same old thing over and over again, just more of it. Structures, integral structures. Every atom is a structure, every molecule, every crystal, every cell is a complex structure made of diverse parts. And that is what the world is doing: is building diversity into wholeness. It seems sounds like metaphysics, sounds like spiritual. Now it's new science. It's evolutionary science. It's quantum science. So, believe it. Allow the wisdom that is in you to guide your steps.
1: Wow, that is really it's brilliant. It's inspiring, and it's so productive in a whole new way. We're not talking about, again, that engineering and managing and reorganizing, but we're really allowing life and that evolutionary impulse that's within us to redesign the world, to rebuild the world, to heal the world. I love that. It's brilliant, Irvin. Thank you so much for bringing this message to our listeners today. It it, it's so important and we don't hear it enough. Thank you, Irvin.
0: And uh, Julie, thank you for bringing this opportunity, making the opportunity to discuss these things. I think the time is now to recognize who we are. We are not mechanical parts of a large mechanism. We are part of an evolving, self healing world. If we act like this, we'll create a new world, which will be a better world. I'm convinced of it. It's, we are waking up. It's time and it's happening. And
1: thank you for furthering this very, very much. Mm, thank you. It is, it is time. And I want to leave you listeners with the words of Irvin Laszlo in his most recent book, How Can We Build a Better World? The new world will be one where people become conscious that they are part of a vast wave of evolution that encompasses all life on Earth. It creates and furthers harmony and cooperation among people. It creates an integral world, a world that is essentially whole. At a time of global crisis, making the world into the world is not just wishful thinking. It is a real opportunity. It would be a crime against humanity not to seize it. You've been listening to The Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Remember, together we are creating connections for the good of the whole. Until next time, I'm sending you a world of love. Bye for now.